Hi, welcome. I'm Natalie, your host, and this is another episode of The Shield Maiden. Today we are going to discuss how to spot a McDojo. What is a McDojo? So it's kind of a riff on McDonald's. Now, not that there's anything wrong with McDonald's, but when we think of McDonald's, we think of like a big franchise, a far-reaching establishment, and we can, when we eat french fries at like one place in Florida and then we go across the world and we eat, french fries are usually the same. So it's very monochrome, very strict in their regulations and rules, which is great, but they're also, they're in the business to make money, not necessarily to make quality hamburgers, if you know what I'm saying. So that's kind of the same thinking and the same principle when we apply it to a martial arts school. They're about the Benjamins. They're about making money. They're not necessarily about the essence of martial arts. And so if that's what we're looking for, also like I I want you to really hear me on this. I do honestly believe that there is a martial arts school for everyone. And so even if you are learning martial arts at the YMCA, I'm a happy camper, you know, (laughs) but having a serious conversation with yourself and asking yourself, what is it that I'm looking for? If you're not serious, if you just want to, uh, you know, do a class once or twice a week, really not get too serious about it, then a gym like the YMCA that provides those kind of little extras, I would check that out first because that's not going to be as, uh, you know, you're not going to have to be as committed. You can kind of, you know, touch your, your feet in the water and see how you like it before going further with it. So if that's what you're looking for, then that's where you, that's what you do. But if you already know that you want to dive deep and you are serious and this is what you're wanting to do, well, I do recommend avoiding those kind of McDojo places. So how can we spot a McDojo? And it is, it's, it's kind of really simple, but you need to make sure that you are a student and not a number. All right. You need to make sure that you are going to get that individualized attention and instruction that you're going to need to really become successful in your martial arts journey journey. (laughs) So now that we understand which, you know, you've already decided, you're like, okay, this is what I'm going to get into. This particular martial arts really has caught my eye. And so you've done your research. You've gone on the website, you've scoured everything. You've gone on their social media pages and you've become a stalker and, and you're really kind of interested in it. And then now you've called, you've asked the questions. And then here's where I want to kind of take a quick second with you guys is what kinds of questions should you be asking to really decide whether or not this is a gym for you and also how to tell if it is a McDojo. So some of the questions that you should be asking are about financials. You should be asking if it's not on the website and a lot of times it's not going to be on the website unless they're running a promotion or special, or that's just kind of their business model and they like to show the the price and that's cool, that's awesome. Then calling and usually getting that information over the phone is important. Also, 
getting, if they won't give you an exact number, kindly ask what a ballpark figure is for whatever it is you're looking for. If you're like, oh, well, it's for an adult female, just wants to train a couple times a week. What do you think that is going to be in the realm of? And that way you can kind of get that, that number in your mind because a budget is always important, especially, you know, like I'm very, I'm very financially driven when it comes to certain things. So I'm going to go look for the best price. I'm going to make sure that I'm getting the most bang for my buck while also getting quality. So, you know, don't be afraid to ask if they're kind of trying to, to shove you into their little box that they have, you know, they have on the phone, they're like, okay, well, I can go ahead and sign you up for a free class. And they're talking really fast. And all of a sudden you didn't really get any information. You just gave all of yours. Eek, stop, pause, make sure you ask these questions about contracts. Also, if while you are on the website, you're on their social media and their, their verbiage, their language on their, on their website and social media is very obscure, then you need to really ask questions like the word kickboxing. If all they have is the word kickboxing on their website everywhere, but it doesn't explain what kind of kickboxing, and yes, there are different kinds of kickboxing, you need to ask, is this kickboxing more cardio conditioning style? Is there any sparring? Will I be expected to spar later on? Sparring is a form of fighting, so it's where you actually punch and kick another individual. Um, is it Muay Thai, which is a much more intense style of kickboxing that includes elbows, knees, foot sweeps, and throws. Um, a lot of spinning techniques as well. So is it more Muay Thai? Is it more cardio kickboxing? Like what is the kickboxing that I will be learning? And ask them to provide you with an example. Also, if you see the word Jiu-Jitsu, just the word Jiu-Jitsu everywhere, you need to really, really ask them to define what style of Jiu-Jitsu you will be learning. There is Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, which is usually what most people are looking for when they're searching for a Jiu-Jitsu school. It is not Japanese Jiu-Jitsu, unless they are much more into the traditional side of things. But for right now, because of its intense popularity, you're going to be seeing everybody looking for Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So asking those questions, making sure you understand the difference and the, the small nuances in the style. And that's how you spot a McDojo is when they use that very generalized generic verbiage to lure you in, to pull you in, to get you to come. Also, making sure that the instructors are who they say they are. You'll see some of these academies and they will put, you know, Joe Schmo is the owner of this academy and he's done this, that, he's got all these accolades, he's amazing, he's awesome. And you come into the facility and you never see Joe Schmo. You're like, well, where, where's Joe Schmo? Isn't he supposed to be the head instructor? I, I don't ever see him. And that is a red flag. Sometimes in the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu realm of things, like we are, you'll see that there's like, everybody's learning Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, but there's different teams. 
kind of like the NFL, like everybody's doing football, but there's, you know, Tampa Bay, there's Patriots, and this is a very, very loose generalization that I'm giving here. So, um, it, it's kind of that way in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And so, like, you can be like a, a Gracie Baja school. Well, the head of the Gracie Baja organization and team, that team, is going to be like Carlos Gracie Jr., and he's, he's more or less kind of in the retirement zone now, but he's still a very big figurehead in that, you know, for that team. And so making sure that we understand that kind of difference, like, oh, right, well, like this guy, he's kind of the, the, uh, the figurehead for the team, but he's not the instructor. All right. So making sure you understand the difference. But if he says, oh, you know, this is Joe Schmo's Academy. And come train with Joe Schmo, and then all of a sudden you come in and there's no Joe Schmo. I know I'm using this name. <laughs> I like this name. And so, you know, because what will happen is they will just put in any underling in there to teach you. And that underling or that student is not of the same quality or caliber the of the of the person who's touting and and who kind of sold you on becoming a student there right and then also making sure that the instructors that you do have that they're consistent because the key to a successful martial arts journey is consistency you know consistency in teaching training uh, you know so making sure that you have an instructor that you can really learn from so also when it comes to asking questions over the phone ask about any additional costs like you don't want to get in there <laughs> kind of like you go to the gym and they're like okay it's ten dollars a month you're like score i can do that and then as soon as you're getting ready to sign the page you're like why am i going to pay an extra hundred dollars oh it's a sign up fee why is this the first time i'm hearing about it and then you're reading the fine print and you're like oh my god i have to I got to pay 40 bucks in like six months just to keep things going. Like what? And they're like, yeah, it's just the way it is. And so asking those questions about hidden costs, like, are there, is there a sign up fee? Are there any additional monthly costs? Is it, does the uniform cost extra? How much is the gear? Are um, promotions and, you know, those kind of things, are those included? Like what, are there any additional costs besides the, you know, initial sum that you're going to be getting from me and thereafter each month? So, and if they're not going to explain to you, if they're not going to give you those costs over the phone, then you need to make very, very sure that you explain to them that you're like, hey, I don't feel comfortable. I don't want to waste anybody time, anybody's time. I have a budget. I need to stay within that budget. If you cannot give me a ballpark figure, I, you know, I, I don't feel comfortable going in. And if they won't give you an exact number, ask for the ballpark figure. So like I, like I mentioned earlier. So also if most of most academies have a free trial offer, they want you to come to the gym. They want you to check things out. Always take advantage of these. Oh my goodness, take advantage of these. This is where you're going to see if the academy is a McDojo or not. And some red flags to spot is the instructors. 
okay so if you come in everything's got all the bells and whistles everybody's really polite and they've got really nice really nice crisp clean geese on and you go in there and it's great but the instructor is just garbage and you're going to be able to tell i mean we're very if we listen to our internal voice we can tell when someone knows what they're talking about and when they don't so if you've got somebody and they're showing this technique and they're having a hard time doing it or they're impatient or they're unprofessional you know how knowledgeable are they during the class does their teaching style kind of mesh with how you like to learn do you enjoy this person's you know explanation of things and how they teach and how they move because if you don't well your learning is going to be slowed right it's like when you go to school and you get a a teacher that you absolutely just love you're like oh my god I love listening to this person. I love their style. I like the way they teach. That's what you need to be looking for. You need to be looking for someone that you are going to enjoy coming in and training in the classes, especially if they are knowledgeable, professional, polite. And don't get me wrong. When I mean polite, I don't mean yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. You know, that of course is, is involved with it. But my teaching style is much more relaxed than my husband's and so we have different teaching styles he's much more you know old school he's very you know he's very a little bit more intense than I am or for me I I like I like teaching in what I call layers <laughs> and I can break that down in another one but without getting too into it our teaching styles are different and so making sure you enjoy the instructor's teaching style is important. Also, I had a question. Someone came to me and they're like, you know, I want to do kickboxing, but I don't know anything about it. So how do I know if an instructor is actually knowledgeable or, you know, legit? And I explain how just watching them, watching them and how they move. And it's honestly a whole nother episode in itself, but you can really understand how people work by watching them. If the person is not smooth when they're holding their, you know, in this case, we're using kickboxing an example, but if they're not smooth in holding the hand mitts or the punching mitts or the tie pads, well, then you know that you've, you got a red flag. So you need to be aware of that. Uh, are they ch are they chunky when they're holding it are they are they getting hit especially if they're with someone you know let's say they're teaching the class and this the student that they're using as as a helping instructor or whatever it is they are missing the pads or they're having a hard time and you know you need to be you need to be on the lookout for that kind of stuff so also I wanted to kind of talk about McDojo's when it comes to looking for an academy so you are like I want to do Brazilian jiu-jitsu and if I can find a place that does kickboxing it does this it does that awesome very good cool now we must be very careful because a lot of times the word MMA means mixed martial arts right so that could be any mix of martial arts and it still follows falls in the 
parameters of MMA or mixed martial arts. Doesn't matter if what you were looking for was Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and like Muay Thai. If you go to another academy and they're teaching cardio kickboxing and Japanese Jiu-Jitsu and Taekwondo, well, that is still mixed martial arts. It's just not exactly what you're looking for. So that's why it's important to ask about the styles that are taught in the gym. And then making sure that you are going to be, and this is my most important, this is the takeaway, the difference between a McDojo and a regular gym is, are you going to be a number? Are you a number or are you a student? Um, Are your needs going to be met? So if your interest is, learning Brazilian jiu-jitsu is the instructor a you know knowledgeable very well established you know teacher or are you just learning from a blue a purple belt like if you right now Brazilian jiu-jitsu has become so popular that for the most part you're going to be able to find some really really good teachers and so I would really try your best unless you're in a very kind of kind of isolated area and you don't have that kind of you know you don't have those kind of teachers available I would I would really look for a good instructor when it comes to Brazilian jiu-jitsu because jiu-jitsu is a very very um difficult I hate to say the word difficult but but it's a lot and if the instructor does not truly understand Brazilian jiu-jitsu and they're still learning themselves it's going to be really hard for you to flourish and ask those really hard questions like I won't even get into it because it'll take me 15 or 20 minutes to explain (laughs) but just making sure that your needs are met, that you're not a number is going to be important. And that's how you decide whether or not this is a gym for you. So anyway, (laughs) I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. If you have any questions or concerns, you're always welcome to reach out and talk to me. I'd love to discuss it with you. I'd love to help you out or break down something that I I mentioned a little bit more in detail and kind of give you my perspective on things. Also, our next episode, guys, is going to be how to choose a school for your children or your child. How do you, as a parent, figure it out, go through the, the, uh, the nooks and crannies and decide whether or not what's going to be best for your child. So guys, join me next time. I appreciate you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.